Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, friends. We are here again. It's November 2 today, Wednesday, and I'm here with my wife, Betsy. And Betsy, I've really enjoyed doing this with you. Oh, thanks, Dwight. It's been much more fun than I thought. Good. Mm-hmm. And I also want to give a shout out to those who are far and wide who are listening to this that we never would have predicted. Some of our friends and family members are sharing this podcast with friends and family members, and we're getting kind of greetings and stories back, and it's really cool. So if you're outside of Holland, Michigan, or outside of the VP community, we're excited that you're listening and you're so welcome, and we hope that as we open up God's Word in John chapter 13 today, that it speaks to you. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. As moms do. And thanks, Kimberly. Mom and, mom and sister have been sharing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So thanks, guys. So our Bible reading today is in John chapter 13, and Betsy's going to read this passage, just verses 1 through, what is it? Yeah. 1 through 17, and this is the biblical account of Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. Tell us about the translation you're reading from. Yeah, I I should know more about it, except I do know it's a translation and not a paraphrase, like the message, but it's called The Voice. It's written more in a prosaic way, so it captures the passion, grit, humor, and beauty that's often lost in the translation process. It's very prosaic. It's written more in maybe today's language that you'd read a good novel. Mm -hmm. But -hmm. it's not so paraphrased that it's paraphrased. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Cool. Here we go. John 13. Before the Passover festival began, Jesus was keenly aware that his hour had come to depart from this world and to return to the Father. From beginning to end, Jesus' days were marked by his love for his people. Before Jesus and his disciples gathered for dinner, the adversary filled Judas Iscariot's heart with plans of deceit and betrayal. Jesus, knowing that he had come from God and was going away to God, stood up from dinner and removed his outer garments. He then wrapped himself in a towel, poured water in a basin, and began to wash the feet of the disciples, drying them with his towel. Simon Peter, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus, Peter, you don't realize what I'm doing, but you will understand later. You will not wash my feet, now or ever. If I don't wash you, you will have nothing to do with me. Well, then wash me, but don't stop with my feet. Cleanse my hands and my head as well. Listen. Anyone who has bathed is clean all over except for the feet. But I tell you this, not all of you are clean. He knew the one with plans of betraying him, which is why he said, not all of you are clean. After washing their feet and picking up his garments, he reclined at the table again. Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and truly that is what I am. So if your Lord and teacher washes your feet then you should wash one another's feet. I am your example. Keep doing what I do. I tell you the truth. A servant is not greater than the master. 
those who are sent are not greater than the one who sends them. If you know these things, and if you put them into practice, you will find happiness. That is an interesting translation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say, Jesus said, and then Peter said. Mm-hmm. It's just a conversation, and mm-hmm. you have to kind of keep track of who's talking and who isn't. Mm-hmm. You know? Actually, in the Bible, it does have Simon Peter, colon, but I didn't keep reading those. Just like a maybe a script from a, a play would. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it identifies the person, but I didn't want to keep going back and forth. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, Jesus does talk about God here a little bit toward the beginning of the passage. Mm-hmm. So what do we learn about God? Well, verse 3 talks about Jesus knowing that he had come from God and was going away to God. So Jesus' origin was with his father mm-hmm. somewhere. And he was going back to that place. Right. Mm-hmm. It does say earlier, now that I see, verse 1, depart so the hour had come for Jesus to depart from this world and return to the Father. So mm-hmm. he's departing this world, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we learned on Monday in John 1, in the beginning, the Word was with God, yeah. and the Word was God. Yeah. So Jesus is God, but even Jesus refers to God. Yeah. When he's on earth, and he's referring to his father. Yes. Right? Yes. And it gets more and more interrelated in the next few chapters, as we'll find out in the next few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, foreshadowing. Yes. A dun, dun, teaser. Dun. Right, right. <laughs> Can I say what I noticed about Jesus? Of course. <laughs> well, the only reason I mention this is because I read the Bible a little differently. Things strike me differently after I've lived in an Eastern culture. Mm. And so my thought was Jesus is so loving and he's so selfless in what he does. I mean, these are his last hours. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, first of all, just in a non kind of Eastern culture context, if I knew that I was going to go through what he knew he was going through, I would want to just either curl up in a hole and hide away or Mm -hmm. I don't know some people might want to get drunk or something you know and here Jesus basically he takes his last hours in such a selfless way that in love he demonstrates a really super important con you know concept to his Mm -hmm. disciples and it's not about him Mm -hmm. he makes use of every minute yeah And then the way he demonstrates is in a way that, I mean, in Eastern culture, it talks about this being a servant's job in, in here, I think. And yeah. we talk about how Jesus became a servant. Yeah. But, he did the lowliest, dirtiest oh, job. It is the lowliest, dirtiest job in an Eastern context where it would be unthinkable, just unthinkable for someone who is a teacher, a renowned teacher, mm-hmm. to do a lowly job. I mean, it just blows me away with how loving he is Mm -hmm. and how important it is to him and how selfless he is that he takes this time to leave a a lasting impression on his disciples in his last hour rather than just being selfish, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, the phrase, no job is beneath me? Yeah. I've heard that thrown around here and there. Well, clearly no job is beneath Jesus. I mean, he's willing to take off his outer garments, which would be humbling in and of itself. Mm-hmm. 
And then get down and wash their dirty, dusty feet. I mean, if you're wearing sandals in a hot, arid culture. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like you had running water, probably. Mm-hmm. I suppose there could have been an aqueduct, but probably most people didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy mm-hmm. to just take care of it. You right. Know? Yeah. So we learn about Jesus uh-huh. that even in his last hours when he could be just trying to get comfortable or trying to numb himself out, yeah. he's pouring himself out right. to other people. And we also learn that he, he was setting an example at that moment for us to follow. Yeah. And it's interesting, this translation says, if you do this, you'll be happy. I'm used to hearing the word blessed. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. you'll be blessed if you do these things. Oh, blessed. Okay, the, there'll be blessings in my life. This translation says, if you do this, you're, you're going to be happy. Yeah, blessed is a little more Christian PC. <laughs> totally. Happy, is that like even, you know, yeah, spiritual? Are, are we allowed to be happy? <laughs> I mean, I think it should at least be joy, you know? Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, what do you make of that? I, I had that same question. I don't know what I make of it. Is Jesus saying he wants, in a sense, he wants us to be happy. Right, but or not to pursue it in the way that the world typically pursues happiness. Yes, it's the upside down world. It's the upside down it's, kingdom. It's the other king. Yeah, it's, yep. it's his kingdom. It's the you, kingdom of God. You humble yourself, you get low, you serve others. Mm. That's how you're going to be truly happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Note to so, self. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. What do we learn about humanity here? Well, I'm supposed to do the same. And we learn, obviously, Peter doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like it. No. At first. It's very countercultural. Right. Yeah. It was almost, well. Offensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Offensive in the sense of, teacher, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. For you to do For this. For you mm-hmm. to do this. Extremely undignified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Confusing. Yep. And then when Jesus said, well, if I don't do this, you, you have no part of me. Peter. And then he's like, okay, well then give my entire body a bath. So he like vacillates from ultra strict mm-hmm. to ultra. Mm-hmm. I can't help but see Peter from the chosen. Right. Obviously it's yeah. not what this is about. But I wonder know. if there'll be an episode on the, on the washing of the feet. I bet there will be, but we're going to yeah. have to wait a couple of years There's gotta be. for that. But do you think Peter is a picture of humanity as a whole? Mm-hmm. And it's going to look different, different personality types. Yeah, how would you summarize? Yeah, why is it so difficult to let Jesus serve us? We were used to performance-based acceptance, and we're used to earning things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard for us to feel that we deserve being served like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Peter, it just made his skin crawl to think, mm-hmm. like, I, I know I'm a sinful guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and here's this mm-hmm. guy who's, I'm pretty sure he's perfect, mm-hmm. and he's wanting to do the lowliest, humblest, yeah. dirtiest thing. I just can't, yeah. I can't let him do it. I, totally, I don't deserve I totally that. Get that. I totally get that, because you know what? He didn't. And yeah, that's <laughs> that's the point. That's part. That's the gospel. That's the point. We don't get what we deserve. Right. And hallelujah for that, right? Yeah. 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 
So are there any now what? I mean, yeah, they kind of serve I mean, up a yeah a, a low flying pitch for us to knock out of the park here. So, so do you have the do you have the grand slam there in your pocket? Now go and do these things. Yeah, you know. So we have to figure out in our context and in our lives what does it look like for us to wash each other's feet. I washed your feet. I know. I thought and you about washed my feet. I thought about how we did this in our wedding mm-hmm. and yet I don't know that I gave it the import that it deserves I, well we didn't know we didn't have a clue what it would entail right when we did it and we knew that we didn't have a clue yes <laughs> but um, we're learning mm-hmm. so interesting you had mentioned that at the wedding because my question now is what does this mean in my marriage as a newly married person hmm. are you going to leave us in suspense yeah yeah, because I think there's a lot to meditate on there. Do you have an answer for yourself? Well, I can say that in our six very short months of marriage, we're total noobs. Yeah. Just scratching the surface of figuring out how to uh, love and serve each other, yeah. right? But I think we've already had some opportunities to lay down our own agendas and prefer the other. Mm. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's painful. It is. It's dirty and feet are stinky. <laughs> and I'm not saying yours are stinky, Dwight, but I'm just using the analogy. Feet are stinky and dirty and bloody and you got to crouch way down. and Metaphorically speaking. Yes, metaphorically. Dwight's feet are great. <laughs> just so you all know. Oh, and here's Ranger. And here's our cat. (laughs) Ranger wants to give her two cents in this podcast. Well, I think we are about at our time's limit. And we promised yesterday that we would keep these brief after our marathon opening sesh Mm -hmm. on Monday. Thanks, Betsy. Thanks for reading this and talking about this with us. And friends, if you're looking for something to ponder today and something to pray into Maybe just ask God, how can I serve those in my life and how can I uh, best be an example of Jesus uh, to others today? Mm. Would you add anything to that? It sounds good to me. Okay. God bless you all. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.